Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, <laughs> This is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So mm-hmm. if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Nope. Well, welcome, 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 welcome. That's a little bit better. The well, first one was kind of scary. It was weird. The first one reminds me of, I was listening to a morbid podcast about the weepy killer, the weepy man killer, and he'll he'd call up the police and be like, "I killed her. Oh, I come couldn't on. do it, but I had to. Oh. Somebody make me stop." Oh my god, that is so messed up. That guy definitely is hearing voices. <laughs> that first welcome to me sounded a little bit like I couldn't get my rhythm. Which fun fact: the pig thread is texting. We're like blowing each other up again because Michelle's I think in gonna... a band called the Pigs. Correct, and um. I said, you guys, wouldn't it be cool if I came out of the pandemic with rhythm? And what uh, kind of rhythm? Like dancing rhythm? Just to hold a beat. Can't you, though? I struggle with rhythm. I am. I have more of the blues, but it's the rhythm part that I lack. Oh, like, for example, a tambourine. I've tried it. It's just not for me, and it's because I can't keep a beat. I once was taught to, or tried. Someone tried to teach me how to play the drums, and I couldn't. I couldn't pick that up either. No, I no. want to try again. You know what? I think if we listen to Gloria Stefan <laughs> turn that beat around, we might be able to find. I freaking love that song. Oh. Wait, no, is it turn that beat around? It's turn that beat yeah. around. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and she was like dancing like on a Miami cruise ship. Freaking or something. love her. What? Where is Gloria? Gloria, <laughs> Gloria, G-L-O-R-I. Oh, different oh, song another altogether. song. Wow. God, wow. A lot of Glorias. A lot of Glorias. A lot of Glorias. Well, you guys, welcome. Welcome to the Sister Project. No, well, I Welcome to it. Cozy Conversations. Hey, welcome. That's all good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're, I think we keep this whole thing going. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're here. We're ready to roll. Michelle did something really exciting just now. Big day. She, yeah, she learned how to in- integrate. We've been trying to put a third mic in and I had no idea how to do it but today the light bulb went on today literally just like the light flip the light switch flipped up and, and it was done was bright yeah that's it and so we've got we're a three mark we're technically we could be a four mic podcast we're ready for guests so you guys yeah just keep an eyes and ears out we're going to bring some guests on mm-hmm. all right Michelle let's catch the heck up how are you what's going on I'm great Good. I don't, I'm paranoid now. I don't want to be too great after some of the topics we're going to talk about. In an episode, we're going to be talking about toxic positivity. So how do you really feel? I really do feel amazing. The snow is pouring down. We woke up to several inches here in Chicago. So good. We finally got our first, this is our, I would say our first official proper snowstorm of the season. 100% yes. And I'm here for it. I am all the way here for it. It actually is, we well, since we're catching up, Lauren, this, this snowstorm is very reminiscent of the wedding that an anniversary. Ryan and I got married 16 years ago. 16. And uh, we had a basically a blizzard. On your wedding day, I remember. Yeah. Boots, boots under my dress. Your dress was really pretty. I loved my dress. I loved your dress very much. Thank you. And I remember we went and got, we took pictures at Union 
Union Station. We did. That's our, that's Chicago's main train station. And then your reception was held at... The Union League yep. Club of Chicago. And... Do you I, remember the trolley, Lauren? We froze our asses off. I Those, kind of, Not really. Because you were... Were you buzzed? Probably. I was, that was such a fun wedding. So fun. But my, my favorite memory amongst all the beauty of the wedding was at late at night when we broke into... Um, our parents' <laughs> suite. <laughs> yep. And it was like one of those suites where it was like the main room and then there were a bunch of like little bedrooms around. And we found one of um, our friend's dad's names who shall remain nameless passed out on the couch holding a joint right between his fingers and we stole it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I think I might have taken a puff off that J before you guys I was like, them. I'm just going to take that from your <laughs> fingers. <laughs> See, in the before times, we would have thought nothing of taking a joint from a passed out man's hands and putting it in our mouths oh, and enjoying now? it. Nowadays, never no. can happen. Well, will one day. There's a trick, you know, you just kind of hold that little guy at the very, very end and more or less suck through your fingers. You know, I don't want to say much about this without giving it away, but we have a friend who's come up with a little bit of an invention about how to safely share said joints with friends and neighbors but i have to keep it under wraps first because i think that it's they might um, get patent yeah all right yeah can't wait to hear about this invention later. yeah will we be seeing this on shark tank <laughs> um god you know what he should honestly go to shark tank but i don't know okay. i don't know i hope so best of luck to him and thank his invention you. thank you so michelle while know. you were celebrating your 16th wedding anniversary i was tending to my husband who had his i think it's called septoplasty septoplasty it's basically his septum was so crooked he had like one nostril Lauren you showed us a before and after picture I did not realize the collapse of the one side I'm gonna give you a TMI right now and I don't know if I'm gonna make you edit this out or what all right well we'll think about it and we'll decide many later. moons ago while laying beneath my lover <laughs> I noticed those nostrils <laughs> And what did you say? Nothing. I just noticed. You I would say, "Can you breathe out both those <laughs> no, we're, we're busy. Oh, but I took notice of it. So I've noticed this for many moons now. <laughs> what was the point of him getting his nose? What was the point of this whole thing? Oh man, his sleeping is so bad. His breathing is bad. Like literally, one sometimes he could breathe out of one nostril and sometimes the other. So he just had to get it fixed. But I don't think he was prepared for. He was not prepared for the uh, recovery mode. He is, we're on like day six, and it is an ass kicker. He looks took like him he down. got his ass kicked. It does look like he got his ass kicked. It took him down. But yeah. we've been, a lot of Pedialyte, a lot of love. And he, is he able to like chew food? Yeah, he can eat. Okay. He can eat the first day. It was like smoothies and soup, and now he's like eating regular food. Can't probably taste much. Yeah. It's all clogged up yeah. up there. Well, I'm excited for him to you know, have clearer pass, nasal passages moving I, forward. I am really hoping that this helps his sleep a lot. I mean, yeah. he's like an insomniac. He does not sleep. Now, he doesn't have sleep apnea, nope. does he? No, he just can't stay asleep. And I've read, there's a book by, we mentioned this book plenty of times, by James Nestor, yeah. I think it's called Breath. Breath. Yeah, he talks about how how important good quality breathing is for one to get good sleep. Yeah, like it's the foundation of good health. Yeah, it, yep, that's another, yep, but there's a whole, that book's pretty awesome. I need to, I think it's I'm going to, very you know science-y. You know what? I'm going to put that on my Audible. I just Do. finished Eat the Frog on Audible. Okay, so speaking of Audible, this is, this is what I was going to tell you earlier. Yeah. I was on Spotify yesterday 
Did you know that there's audiobooks on Spotify? No. Ready? I'm going to free free 99 fr- just part of your membership. Free. And not only are there just like audiobooks, there's not like every option, but Michelle they've got the classics. Like you can sit and listen to Little Women, Frankenstein, Great Expectations. Okay. Like books that like I we should maybe review. Yeah, yeah why read, not? Yes. Or I haven't even read yet. Yeah. And some of them are in like, um, uh, what's his name? For, F- Whitaker, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Oh, is he? He's one of the narrators. So they have, and Hilary Swank is another one. Ooh, so I could listen to Forrest. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, so that's on Spotify. You might have to be a premium mem- a member, which what I am. Done. But it's awesome. Thanks for the share. That's yeah, a good little tipper. Lauren, I think about sometimes all of, I mean, I sit in front of my computer and I have this like badass Mac computer and I'm like there are so many things about this thing there's so many things it can do there are so many things it has I have no idea that's probably about every app we have every there's just there's so much the world is our oyster your Mac can do a lot of things it can (laughs) deep thoughts (laughs) and I'm not even on the banner toot toot a couple other things this weekend. So as I was tending to Anthony, I was making some good stuff. Ambitious Kitchen. Talk to me. I haven't made a lot of her recipe, uh, like food recipe yet, or dinner recipes, if you will, or entrees. Ambitious Kitchen is a local Chicago. She's here food in Chicago. Blogger. Yeah, she's. I like her. I like what she's putting out there. Her freaking. I made these healthy oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Knock your goddamn socks off. They right off and bra panties. They are. In, are they gone? By nope. the way, there's three more in there. Okay. So you know they're vegan and gluten free, so it makes it like a weird consistency. You gotta let them chill for a lo- or cool for a long time. And I pop them in the refrigerator. They they there was no nothing weird about their consistency. Weren't they so good? Yeah, they were it, delish. It tastes like there's a pound of butter in there, but there's none in there. Unreal. Um, a couple other things, Michelle. Last week we visited some life hacks, and I had two that I wanted to share okay. that I forgot. Real quick ones. We've talked a lot about skincare. Yes. Um, I've probably mentioned here the M sixty one Power Glow Peels. One of my faves too. Fave, right? Mm-hmm. Cut them in half, and then you can just use half of it. So you just basically double the life of your box of those. Things. I buy thirty. I actually buy sixty. You are so crafty. I'm frugal way. AF. You really are. <laughs> opposites over here me I just throw that other half right into a fire yeah today I bought him or yesterday I bought a mascara new L'Oreal <laughs> I didn't like it and so I'm like I'm gonna return him and she was like you're gonna go to Target and return it I'm like you're yeah yeah once used. I used thing. it once and I don't like the product you're not happy with the product no not me I would use that one so you would keep would you keep using it though probably See, I'm that lady that's like I'll just figure it out until the next time so this was the L'Oreal Paradise or Paradiso or whatever whatever mm. and I need one and what happens what the reason why I didn't like it it gets I need like five applications and it got clumpy after the first I need it to just keep getting on there smoothly have you experienced these mascaras that um the application goes on very smooth very nice but when you remove it it doesn't get under your eyes like if you're me and you sleep with your makeup and then wake up and you have like that you know like yeah. the patch of mascara underneath it comes off, you could almost take your finger and run it along your eyelashes, 
or like a, a it's like a wet, coating and it coats and you just and it's almost like weird and kind of rubbery no I have not used that yet do you like it I like the removal of it I like how it comes off so clean but I also have looked in my eyes and it looked like I had like debris in my eyes from that yeah no gross I'm not I don't hate the removal of my mascara so much that I would get that what do you use to take your mascara off I use that Coco kind I just use it's Coco kind's oil it's like an oil cleanser like and a you coke. use that on your eyes yeah okay and then I use a, a wet a wash rag to like kind of smooth it off I don't like rub the shit out of my eyes I kind of smooth it off and then get underneath my eyes I actually I clean the baseline if that's what you want to call it I don't know of the eyelids both top and bottom like with okay. a finger and a okay. washcloth I'm a Pond's cold cream kind of gal myself grandma mano does the trick put a little of that on a little cotton yes. pad couple of swipes it doesn't burn your eyes no, I mean, and you it could smells good yeah and it's so nostalgic and old-fashioned does the trick the other life hack real quick I want to share with you is this body oil I'm using it's called almond glow from Whole Foods okay and the trick here is well a I like oil better for moisturizing but to have to have the skin a little wet mm. after upon exiting the shower damp off like get stay a little damp and then apply the oil and then Absorbs you've got more. nice silky smooth skin for the day all ahead. day long yeah and that's definitely something we really need to focus on these winter months I'm feeling my um dry skin's getting kind of I'm getting not kinda, yeah sometimes oh so another thing I thought about too Michelle like I'm noticing my hands are looking older mm-hmm. if I don't like have them moisturized mm-hmm. I'm getting at that point so if I use any serum on my face like my vitamin c blast or some of my organic facial oil instead of like washing my hands right away I will then place it on my hands and all over the tops and my fingers so Look maybe you getting the most out of all your products frugal af frugal af <laughs> Unreal. All right, you guys. Great moving. hacks. Yeah, thank you. So moving quite along. All right, RIP to R. I. P. the legendary Larry King. Larry King has passed. I think he was 87 years old. He was an old fella. He went into Mount Sinai. Uh, Cedar. Some, Cedar. Cedar. He didn't. He wasn't going into any <laughs> mountains at this point, Lauren. He went to Cedar Sinai. Oh, it's not called Mount Cedar? No. Nope. <laughs> It might be, but it's still fun for me to give you a hard <laughs> <Probably>. time. <laughs> so he went in with some COVID-related. He, he had COVID, I, and he passed away from complications from COVID. Um, Larry he was an a, interesting yeah, bloke. He really was. Yeah. He had all, his career was interesting. His his marital history was... A lot of ladies. So I guess he got married eight times, twice to the same lady. Yeah. yeah. And he took upon like a lot of kids. Like there were a lot of there kids some, from other people. And I think he lost a couple children oh, no, as well. Actually, not that long ago. I think both, two of them both. died. And they were probably in their 50s or so. And I forget how they passed, but how, how devastating. That is not, not... That's not good. He, I read, interviewed every president since Nixon. I thought that was phenomenal, especially since they say like he wasn't like the deep thinker type kind questionnaire. Of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's like, "Hi, welcome to your to our show. Please introduce yourself and tell us what you do." <laughs> He's like, "They're the expert," but that's what I liked about his technique. Yeah, he's like, "You come in and you talk about yourself." 
think he was so disarming because he was like, you know, not the super like <laughs> you could say deep thinking guy. He was, but he was smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is an author. He was an author. He created a his own like production company after mm-hmm. he left. What was it like CNN after many many years? Mm-hmm. Uh, he had on all types of people, like even fortune tellers. Oh yeah, ghost hunters. Yeah, conspiracy theorists. He did not discriminate. <laughs> he was game to talk to, <laughs> to anyone. anyone. Yeah, kind of like you. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly felt a kinship to the guy. I did not watch his show. Um, I like you know, his voice. I mean, there was a lot. I mean, how about his look, too? Someone coined him, and I don't know if this is, I don't think this is where the saying came from, but they did say about Larry, and I don't totally agree with this, that he only had a face for radio. No. I don't think he was like, ugh. No, I think as he aged, he kind of started to to become reminiscent of Tales from the Crypt. But <laughs> as a younger gent, as a younger fellow, he was a good-looking guy. I thought guy, so, too. And he know? had his trademark black rim glasses. And his uh, suspenders. suspenders. He, his parents were, um, they came by way of Austria. Yeah. He was a second, uh, first generation here. I had another funny tidbit. What? One of his marriages. I don't know why I'm laughing. He married, he, his marriage to Sean Southwick took place at UCLA Medical Center as Larry King was being admitted for chest pains and just before undergo, undergoing cardiac surgery. So he was like, when he was in it, he was in it. God, I mean, love, heart pain's not going to get in the way of love for that guy. He suffered a lot of, um, he had a whole host of health issues. He survived heart attacks, cancer, diabetes. Yeah. yeah. He even wrote books about heart health. Yep. And he also survived a couple bankruptcies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a little gambling there. Well, he was he into is. the horses. He was into horses. He was into the ponies, like they say over at the track. <laughs> you would know, horse lady. <laughs> I would. RIP. I think that I think that the type of guy that Larry was. He, you know, he didn't go to college, mm-hmm. but he 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 gave way for people who wanted to be in that kind of industry that you didn't have to be the best journalist ever. You just had to be curious. Yep. And that's what I liked about him. And work. Show up. And he show could, up. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he was like, he one of his first jobs at a radio station, he was a janitor. Yep. And then someone quit or got fired so and they're like, like hey. <laughs> Do you want to do the and night shift? And he was so nervous. Mm-hmm. Terrified. Terrified. He kept he, he kept playing the music over the intro music and never like started his mic. I was kind of blown away by the fact that just, you know, you and I have interviewed some people and now we're doing this whole thing with podcasting. You know, like preparation is key. I mean, I've tried to fly off the cuff and that doesn't <laughs> work for me like at all. But it worked for him. But he literally barely... Lauren, there was some something said that he had he would have a guest on and it, they would be giving him a fact and it would be as if he was learning that for the first time because he was because he was and I love how they're like he would have authors of best best selling books and never read the book never read the book but would love for you to come on and talk about it promote your book <laughs> tell me all about it so I don't have to read it you know God bless Larry. God bless him he lived a full life a lot of kids a lot of kids a lot of, a lot of babies lot of ladies. mamas <laughs> good for him. Godspeed, buddy. Had no idea he was married that many times. And also he was a, he was married to some tall gals. He's kind of like the Liz Taylor of radio. <laughs> <laughs> she had a couple hunks. Same with, you know, Marilyn had a couple. Hey, yeah, it is, you know, float, whatever. Float every, your boat. Everybody has their own journey. All right, speaking of journeys, <laughs> let's uh, segue into uh, some action-packed talking. Let's. So Michelle and I, I watched, while Anthony was healing, we've been, you know, binging some things, and we watched this documentary. It was on HBO called Class Action Park. 
Oh my highly recommend oh you my watch goodness. it out there people omg so let's give the gist of it okay. and then we're going to talk about what it reminded us of so class action park was a park out in what new york and new jersey new jersey yeah. and there was this guy that had a shit ton of money he was basically like the donald trump of amusement par- water parks fair fair assessment okay like he had a ton of money and he could do whatever he wants and what he would do was make these crazy crazy very dangerous yeah water slides water park uh things to yeah, do where and and there was like no, no engineers helmets. involved <laughs> or there helmets was no physics involved there was no sometimes even lifeguards weren't even on duty <laughs> no it, it was like a hot mess they had this one it was like a straight down vertical descend into earth and then it was a big loop-de-loop and yeah. then you shot out the end mm-hmm. well kids were coming out like bloodied and when the engineer someone did go up there to check out like how can we make this better yeah. they found teeth in the foam padding teeth, teeth of the, padding. the water slide teeth mm-hmm. <laughs> he would use for that he would give his employees a hundred bucks to they were test dummies <laughs> i mean and let's talk about that too that place was run by a bunch of drunken teenagers yeah, horny teenagers i mean it really did remind me of my days uh-huh. back at the pool at the pool so I, you guys literally we you got this took place in the 80s like in the mid mid 80s like when we were you know at our prime of being kids yeah and another thing that th- i mean there were deaths deaths were involved but this guy had a fraudulent insurance company over in the cayman yeah. islands i mean he was a total fraudster con man mm-hmm. but wanted to live the life of a like a water park Guru. Yeah, he wanted to like create this like amazing lawless place where people lawless, could go and Michelle. just do whatever they want. And they talked about like how everything was like to get you from one part of the park to another was like black asphalt. Oh yeah. And like if you and most people are like running around from from ride to ride or whatever, no shoes on so their feet are like burning off their skin but that was part of the action can can we talk about like like my actual hell when i was watching those people walk around in their bathing suits like this isn't a place where like you were wearing like a cute sarong or like some cover no you're just like going from water park one death trap to the next yes that I would rather not. No, I would, wouldn't be going there either. But this reminds me of a story. So one of the um, rides, I guess you or experiences, you can like do like a cliff dive. Are you talking about the vertical ass blaster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the ass blaster. This is where they would jump off the cliff, not the ass blaster. Oh yeah, no. This this is- was like a natural setting water portion park of it you would like run off a cliff cliff and you're supposed to like go down feet first with your hands crossed over your chest for safety while these kids were assholes no. doing stupid things moon and people and the water was so damn it was frigid uh-huh. so upon arrival but what this reminds me of was many many moons ago we my, my brother and i went to italy uh, we were studying in Casino f- to learn how to speak italian we didn't m- learn much but we did adventure and while i went to go to have a nice lunch with my two girlfriends, Antonella and Deanna, on the island of Ponza. Nick went in venture diving. And I hear that he's gone diving, and some com- some of the students come up to me later, and they're like, have you seen your brother? Is he okay? I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck happened? Where is he? Is he all right? Finally find Nick. And in his hand, he's holding his <laughs> – he, first of all, looks like someone has gotten him. In his hand, he's holding his broken watch because upon impact – no. His watch broke off, or no, he lost his watch. He didn't have it in his hand. I apologize. He didn't have it on. He lost. And he was really butt hurt about that, it. That's he loves literally. His he was butt hurt. 
And because he was never the same after that dive, because when he jumped from from the yeah. rocks into the water, I know where this is. He going. got ass blasted, <laughs> and he cried a little bit, and he was sore. Lauren, this has happened to me. What happened to you? Oh, this is a mozzarella thing. Lauren, this. Well, I was watching this this documentary last night and they're one of the horrific rides that they have is one that apparently was like it was franchised in all water parks across the nation put them up and I went down it it was like the straight vertical shot where you have to lean back and you almost it's so vertical that you feel like if you lean forward you could fall um why did I I give you so much credit for going down that because I am uh, impulsive maverick, and ma- I, a maverick, and <laughs> mom and dad let you. They brought us to the park. Well, thank God, my parents were there because upon <laughs> entry into the water, I received a colonic, and I cleared the pool because poop came out. Because it came, what goes in comes out so yeah that's happened to me that happened to me in public I was probably going through puberty I probably had one boob that was growing in and the other one still hadn't to come join the party yet and then I freaking shit in a pool like hey you want to talk about resilience I think I figured out where I honed some of that horrific embarrassing experiences well I am proud of you for at least trying it you maverick you I I'm not a water slide person. I'm I'm a, I have a fear of them and they also gross me out. So They're I won't gross. be going down any soon. But you guys should check out Class Action Park. Um, I will give you a heads up. It it takes a really sad turn. Just so you know. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's a fair. Well, I mean, tr- people tr- warning people got hurt and died. Yeah, and it, it this one this the, it gets sad. In any case. Michelle and I, as we were watching this, we like dove back into history. Mm-hmm. So I am so excited for some of our listeners out there. Some of these words are going to trigger you and catapult you into the land of happiness. The first word is timber trails. So timber trails, you guys, was the timber trails killer whale. Sorry, timber trail killer whale. Thank you. Pool was the pool that we went to for years as kids, and it was a daily thing every summer, all summer long. Lived there. In fact, I was so excited to go to the pool. I would sleep in my bathing suit, and at probably the age of like ten, had my first raging yeast infection. Oh, yep, for sure. I need. I was like. Tell, I, I told mom I came downstairs and I was like it is so itchy and she's like Lauren what is going on and she's like are you sleeping in your bathing suit I go yeah I go home I come home from the pool and I just stay in it remember when we used to lick our arms and you could smell the chlorine no oh my gosh Michelle I'd like lick my arm and then I'd be like oh my god it still smells like the pool why would the licking induce more don't know uh, uh, because the chemical is just absorbing into the skin okay well speaking of well the pool when we would go to the pool so we had these we had, okay we're going to talk about intertwined with this conversation of timber trails we're also going to throw out some we lived on 50th place we did and we're going to dive into that in a minute fond fond memories fondest memories strange interesting street (laughs) living on 50th place was synonymous to the movie the burbs it was the burbs (laughs) and if you haven't seen the burbs yet with tom hanks you have not experienced all that of life can offer you in the burbs (laughs) (laughs) so get in the burbs and watch the burbs 
And on 50th place was our friends to this day, the McGuire family, the three girls. And Mrs. McGuire would drive us to Timber Trails. And I would remember we'd be almost like cutting it so close to being almost late. And we'd be like yelling at the red light, come yeah. on, let's go. And Mrs. McGuire very calmly would just remind us, a watched pot never boils. Oh, she always had those little nuggets of wisdom. But at that age, learning that saying, really helped. it stuck with me forever. I'm like, you can't, there's watching, yeah, it's just a good it's a good lesson later i became a lifeguard at timber trails and what michelle i, I didn't know that you were a lifeguard excuse me i worked my way up i was like larry king i was the larry <laughs> king of timber trails were you a jan- did you do i cleaning started first? i started in the snack room the snack bar i didn't know you worked there i've been working since i'm 13 years old lauren wow. i mean i and i was a dedicated snack bar concession stand worker did you ever steal candy could you steal every Day. Every day, just eating and it. then Miss Shalou, the manager Ms. of the Shalou. pool, promoted me to lifeguard. Wow! I, I mean, there was no promotion. It was just like the was I going to stay in the snack bar forever? No, I was going to move to lifeguard. But there is a family that we are very good friends with that had a set of twins, and they were wild and they were naughty. And when we would see if the life, when we would see them pull into the parking lot, <laughs> it would be like on the loudspeaker, they're coming, guards. And I know exactly who you're talking about. Yep. Babysat for them once. Okay. How'd that go? Only once. Didn't one of them come after you with a, a fireplace, fireplace poker? poker? Yep. Got pissed off because I they were being challenging and we were playing hockey in the garage. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to let you win, you little bastard. <laughs> so I kicked their ass and then we went inside and they cornered me in the kitchen with a fireplace poker. And I called their mom, who's a great family friend. And I said, come now, I'm leaving. I quit. I'm and done. that was the first and the last time. Yep. So speaking of that family, I have a memory. I remember the daughter, the sister to the twins, we would go to this place called Highland Queen after swim meets. And it was like your... Like Talk your, about nostalgia. Yeah. Like summer in the Midwest nostalgia. Yeah, after like a baseball game, you go there for ice cream. Yeah, but cheese, cheese fries. fries. Yeah, and coca, cherry Cokes. Homemade. With, it was homemade, so it had like the, cher- the cherry syrup in it with the Coke. And I remember the sister of the twins got locked into the bathroom, and she was like pounding on it. And there was this other girl. Her name was Paige Walters. I don't know where she is. Hi, Paige, if you're listening. <laughs> and our friend Bahija was locked in the bathroom. And she was pounding. She's like, help, help, let me out. And Paige Walter, we were like looking for someone to help. And Paige is like, everyone stand back. I'm coming in. <laughs> and she literally she broke down the motherfucking door. She was 12. Wow, is Paige like an FBI agent now? I don't know, but I will. Wow. I never forget her like saving the day, wow. like rescuing. I someone. like her style. I know. So another thing I wanted to talk about, Timber Trails. Michelle, the, you worked in the snack bar. Soft pretzels. Yeah. Swedish, Swedish fish. Yeah. And airheads. You forgot one. Long rope licorice. Charleston shoes. No shit. You probably, you had some teeth issues. I don't know if that would be the best snack. <laughs> but if you're chomping on Swedish fish. No, Charleston, Charleston shoes. That's a whole a different game. Zone. That's a danger whole zone. different game. Yeah. So yeah, Timber Trails, you know, I, I have such fond memories of swimming pools. And I, I this year I was really pissed because I didn't have that swimming pool experience I next have, year. This was going to be my first year not working full time in the city. And I was too um, going to enjoy a summer pool experience. But speaking of summer pool experiences, if you like like reminiscing that summer pool vibe, watch the movie Little Children with... Um, 
help me out here. Who plays Titanic? What's her name? Kate Winslet. Kate, oh, Patrick yes. Wilson. So I usually sexy. I have a crush on him. He's he's a, the other day. Oh my God, Anthony and I were talk, watching TV the other day, and he I was working. He was watching some film, and I look up. I go, Oh, is that my guy? And he goes, He puts down the Ramon. He goes, I'm a little surprised at how many guys you have. <laughs> I have so many crushes on people. I mean, he's just a movie star. He is. He is. He Lauren, is. Lauren, do you remember when our mom was, you know, it was us five, and then it was never just us five. You either had the McGuire sisters down the way. You usually <laughs> the had Dan Dan's. What, what are we Dan talking Dan about? Dan's, Billy Dunlap. We're going back to Timber Trails okay. for a second. Do you remember when mom left the pool, and she left our brother's friend, Billy, <laughs> at the pool, and we get home, and she was like Catherine O'Hara in no, Home Alone Reverse. No, she was Billy. like, all the kids were coming out. It was like a clown car. Everyone was getting out of the car. Okay. Where's Billy? Get in the car. We forgot Billy. We had to go. He was standing outside. He, it was like he was just waiting with his towel folded over his arm. I love arm. him so the much. The Vanagon pulled in. The VW Vanagon pulled on in. <laughs> he just hopped she in. She slid open that door. And then we. no one lost a finger or broke their you know, butt bone on the seatbelt buckle oh getting in. Michelle, my cheeks hurt so bad. Home. You know, I have to tell you, this is one of my favorite conversations is reminiscing. I mean, nostalgia's fun. Okay, so let's, I have a story to tell you that I've been dying to tell on the podcast. And since we're in the 50th place storytelling, so on 50th place, we had a lot of stuff going on. There was so many different kinds of families. We had, we thought we had a nudist family down the block. Were they nudists? I remember. Was it like was it a two rumor? girls? Yeah, and the, 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 two girls two and daughters. the parents. I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure it was a rumor that Nicole probably made. <laughs> well, I feel like she, I feel like the girl that lived there may have told Bridget McGuire that she her family went to a nudist camp. So I think I felt like the McGuire's were the ones that came and reported to us. Yeah. So for, and that they're was good it. with details. They're good too. with details. You know, and they really, they're not forgetting. They nail things. down the memories. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm confident. I think they were nudists because that was like the, th- but either, even if they weren't, we thought and knew they were. Okay? Yeah. That was the story. Now, we lived in this house, right? Our whole family. Michelle, at one point, had moved. I don't know if you went to college or something. That's Were the you only in... place I moved. Okay, so you went to college. Maybe I went to a camp. Maybe you went somewhere. No, you went to college because we had to get your waterbed out of the basement. Oh, yes. And waterbeds are a bitch. I and can't believe Mom let me have that stupid thing. I think it was the worst. Oh, but That's Mom... the first place Ryan and I made out. Really on the waterbed? I mean, it was Fun. just like, it was like the, the tension was like high. the movement of the water. I mean, I could barely, we just hit it, a little peck right water there. Waterbeds are so 90s. So 90s. So 90s. So you're wherever you are, at, you know, at Eastern or Quincy, and mom has called upon my services to help her. Mm. And what that means is she's going to just tell me what to do and it's going to happen now. now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she says, come on, you're going to get this waterbed mattress aka bag of water up the stairs from the basement and out the house yeah and I was like I don't know my I can't do that and I was what like 12 or 13 yeah, but you did it <laughs> I did it and I was at the end of the stairs I remember being at the bottom how many of gallons the stairs. do you think were still in that thing when you pulled it up a lot I don't know it should have been completely drained it was there was so much water in That's there insane it, there was so much water that what the the procedure that the the way we did it was I was at the bottom of the <laughs> stairs holding on with it with dear life and mom was at the top of the stairs <laughs> clapping and cheering me on she'd be like come on Lauren and then she'd come down three two one and I would take one step <laughs> <At a time. laughs> That is one step and by the time I got up those 12 steps or so I literally flatlined I laid on the ground and mom was so happy and proud and also like thank you for 
freaking doing oh that. Oh my god! One of my favorite. That's one of my I favorite. I hope she mom. took you to Nordstrom and got you a of cute outfit. Of course, she probably the Gap. I wasn't at the Nordstrom got rankings it. yet. Yeah. Um, but you know, there was another story, Michelle. Do you remember when Andrea? drove the car across the street like it was yesterday tell it will you uh the car was left running <laughs> and now listen like it was like there were a lot of kids around there was a lot of people yeah, this could have been a this, bad situation this could have been really really unfortunate but andrew was little like i feel like she like was six? like her hair was still standing straight up it hadn't settled down yet no andrew had, like, had a chicken yeah, chicken she hair. Like, yeah, it looked like she had like a finger in a socket. It, totally. So cute. She got into the front seat and she put the car into neutral. That's right. And it rolled oh. off of our driveway across the street. <laughs> Everyone's safe. Onto the basically the meridian of the Withers and the Millers. The Millers. <laughs> and. and Usually at the Withers house, so this is the people across the street, there were people, there were kids always on their freaking front lawn. This was like the biggest fluke that there were no children just really, playing and really playing on their fluke. grass. Yeah. But I remember Andrew was scared. Ter- terrified. Terrified. Lauren, but like we've had a couple of incidents. Do you remember when you fell out of the car yeah, I told when the, dad was turning I told in? this story, I think, a few, uh, several podcasts really? ago. But I'll, I'll, real quick, you guys. I forgot. Okay, well, I, well, he had some neighbors down the way. They were older than us, like, you know, 18 or so. And they were cool, and they'd get out. They'd when they would drive into their driveway, they kind of let a door slide open, and their foot kind of hang out, and then they hop out of the car real quick. The proverbial tuck and roll. Yeah, but they weren't going to roll. They were going to just keep getting out keep and running. go. They were in hurries or something. So I saw it. I wanted to do it. I was young, and I was in the front seat with my dad. And I planned it from the end of I the street. I didn't know that this was a premeditated maneuver. This, is, I was, this was my plan. I oh. was like, I'm going to do the cool thing the cool kids are doing. And I, I opened the door right as my dad was turning into our driveway. <laughs> and I actually did tuck and roll. I flew out of the car. And he was so... He lost his shit. He lost his shit. He was so mad. But of course, afterwards, he was like, I'm sorry. That scared the shit out of me. Don't yeah. ever freaking do that again. But um, yeah, I got a little PTSD from that one. <laughs> got to stay in the car until it's in park. Do you remember the time Nicole said she was abducted? Yeah. Again. Did- of course. <laughs> so so that poor neighbor, like the police were checking. Yeah. Nicole said that a neighbor the- down the road tried, tried to-, to take her. Yeah. And no neighbor tried to take Nicole. No. She... There's that, you know, there's a thing. Sometimes people want to... That's what we call a whopper. <laughs> What's that mean? Big made-up story. <laughs> farce. <laughs> Lauren, I used to walk down the street to our friends, the neighbor, the McGuire's, and I could very easily go in the front door, but I would instead climb their magnolia tree and climb into Katie's bedroom <laughs> window because we read one too many like babysitter club books 100%. and thought that, that it was like, I'm just going to climb through the window. And there was a front door. Could have gone in the front, back, or garage. And didn't need to sneak in. No, no reason for that. Okay, I have one more story to tell. We were in eighth grade, and my friend Megan came over. And Megan came over, and we wanted to go. We had we had some TPing to do. One of the ones, uh, someone down the way pissed Pissed us off. off. And we had had some revenge to do. So we got some eggs from 7-Eleven and hot dogs, I don't know why, and toilet paper. And what we did was we peered in broad daylight. We walked across the street and over yonder, and we did our thing. We put hot dogs all over their car, egged them, whatever, and all these other things. And then we 
we ran because um, <laughs> the mom started hollering at us. So she caught us. Well, Megan and I were like really hell bent on not getting caught. So Megan, um, I successfully climbed over or ran over a fence and Megan got stuck and fell on her head. <laughs> okay. So she was a little out of it. And I had oh my to, God. Like, like, I had to, like, was this lady really pissed? Were you guys really she was so mad. Life? She was so mad. It was that lady that drove the with the really long hair. Um, yeah, she lived over oh. yonder. She did not like us. In any case, I had to like help Megan back. I for sure thought she had like a like Concuss. a concussion, and she was like like Tweety birds were wrapping around her head. And then basically, we get home. They call the police on us. The police arrive, and Mom oh, comes wow. to save the day. And and my aunt, you know, Megan and I are like looking out the the front window, and Mom's and Mom's lying for us. And she's like, my daughter and her friends would never, ever. TP or egg or hot dog someone's house <laughs> okay she said my mom's like they were at 7-eleven getting slurpees and the cop she was gave like you an alibi but then the cop goes that's interesting because we found the 7-eleven <laughs> eggs carton sitting at the at the house <gasps> that they had just TP'd mom comes in and of course you know reads us the riot act but she saved us that day gone too soon Joan GTS GTS oh that was a doozy I feel like I'm high on nostalgia that was really fun and funny to go back in time and think about some of the crazy things that we did and saw yeah you know there's someone we we did a request a while back and someone requested old school stories and we were like game on yeah sure we'll talk about some of those and we'll have more yeah yeah um you guys so Michelle speaking of like someone bringing in a request Michelle and I want to share our email address we don't have our hot line yet not yet but we're but getting it soon, <laughs> we're getting it it's, soon. Um, it's gonna be like 1-800 cozy convos but our email is contact at the sister project blog.com and we want you guys to write in send us your questions yeah if you have any we'll questions and we'll answer them on our talk show because this is cool this and is requests fun. or questions what you got give them to, give them yeah. to us but other than that, Michelle, great work today. That oh, was fun. Real fun. Easy breezy lemon squeezy. Yep, you guys. Don't forget to drop us a line and a review. Subscribe. Share us with your friends and loved ones. Head over to our Instagram handles at the Sister Proj and Cozy Convos with TSP. And stay cozy. Wow. <laughs>Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.